is showing you where you stand. You, emotional justification. While I'm saying this too, you need to understand there are preachers that are preaching out of emotional justification. Why? Because knowledge is justifiable outside of the love realm. I didn't understand it. I thought they all intertwined. God said, no, son, read your Bible. Read your Bible. It's so interesting that God is trying to show us. He's always pointing to love. When you came to him, he said, watch this. You only came because of love. Watch it. The love of God leads men to repentance. Do y'all know that haven't changed yet? Come with me. Abba, Father. You will be made perfect in love. You, you, you obey all the word because you've been made perfect in love. You, when you're made perfect in love, you'll cast out fear. If, you, if fear is still there, you haven't been made perfect in love. He, he's telling you what, what's going on here. So God is trying to say knowledge. Love is an equalizer to knowledge. It's codified. They, they, they work together. They, they're not separate. You hear what I'm saying? And, and if you want to work one without the other, you could be using your liberty out of alignment. Jonah was about to use his liberty out of alignment. Moses uses his liberty out of alignment. Let me ask y'all something. Did the water still come out the rock? I see, I'm trying to tell you. Oh, but he was mad. Oh, he was mad. I'm trying to leave off of this topic, y'all. You get what I'm You can miss intimacy and still it works. There's somebody called the rich young ruler. He came to Jesus and said, hey, I use all the precepts. Somebody say principle. Somebody say knowledge. So for him to be rich off of the principles, it proved, watch this, that the principles by default can work. That's what the church don't know, because we think the hellions out there don't have faith in certain things. Actually, they just have more than what we believe. Because they work your principles just out of intimacy. So I just gave you the answer to that. Oh, they give. But you who are intimate with God, he's saying, why in the world are they more wise than you when you actually hold my intimacy? Why are they, uh, watch this, why are they believing more than even you when you are the one that's actually holding the, the presence, the actual presence of me in you? So let me ask you something. What, were God, what was God trying to introduce the rich young ruler to if he'd use all, watch this, if he did all of the laws? What was he trying to invite him into? Ah, you, you see what I'm saying? 
He was saying, I'm glad you did all the laws, but I see something in you. I want you to get rid of all that stuff and show me your real love by following me. Which means he could have ran from there, continue to revelate, demonstrate, been on the altar, preach, teach, use his gift because he understood. Listen, we look at the rich young ruler, be like, man, this is a good Christian, man. You must be God's cousin. You and God got something good going on. But outside of intimacy, you can misplace God's intent for our life. Watch this, watch this. Because without that intimacy, watch this. We don't conjoin as one. I'm learning this. I'm learning this more and more, even especially this year. Because I try to ask questions. You, you ever try to ask somebody a question and they got offended? You, you, ever, you ever did that? Uh, preachers, teachers, whatever, and they got offended? Now, I want to ask you. Not, this is nothing on them, but I want to ask you something. Why are they offended if we're going after the same God? If I'm not trying to be right but righteous, why are you offended? It tells me that there's somewhere in you that's trying to use your knowledge for your own liberty. Y'all better hear me. For the sake of online, I'm going to pray and, and we're going to continue in this. I'm going to pray for just two minutes. I want to fall out and all that stuff, but we'll do that at the end. Amen. Our prayer was good this morning. We, we had a good time. Hallelujah. But but I want to keep going and, and, and help us to understand some things that I believe God is trying to say. Amen. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for this day. Holla, bro, I thank you for this time together. Father, we thank you for freedom and liberty in your name, in you. Thank you for knowledge and understanding. Father, thank you for loving us and keeping us. Thank you for covering us. Oh, Kandala Brusta, thank you, Jesus, for who you are, for what you're doing. Father, I ask you to continue to speak on. Do as you do, and we will give you the praise, honor, and glory. In Jesus' name, amen. I'm going to continue, and at the end, I want us to pray. Because I want us to really understand what God is trying to reveal to us this morning. Amen. How many of you enjoyed that this morning? Hallelujah. Hmm. Nanjo, I didn't get to finish the PowerPoint, but guess what? I have, I think, two scriptures up there, but we can put the first one on there. The date should be on the uh, PowerPoint on the Believer's Connection. I want you to go to Isaiah 60 for me, and we're going to read verse 1 through 3. Isaiah 60, and we're going to read verse 1 through 3. Mm. This morning, I want to teach on arising and shining. I believe it's a time to arise and shine. 
I'm going to say that again. I believe it's a time that we're going to rise and shine. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Isaiah 60. Arise and shine, for your light has come. And the glory of the Lord is risen upon you. For behold, the darkness shall cover the earth and the deepness, uh, excuse me, and deep darkness, the people, uh, upon the people. But the Lord will rise over you. And his glory will be seen upon you. The Gentiles shall come to your light. And kings to the birthness of your rising, the brightness, excuse me, of your rising. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray that you speak. If you don't speak, we have nothing to say. If you don't move, we have nothing to do. We put our total dependence on you this morning. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Arise and shine, for your light has come. I want you to understand that you only arise and shine because the light has already come. And and God is calling a people to shine during these times. Amen. He's calling us to what? Shine. And he said, behold, the darkness shall cover the earth and deep darkness the people. But the Lord will arise over you. Somebody say the Lord will arise over me. And his glory shall be seen upon you. So there's a glory that God is trying to get in you, through you, that the light will shine from you. How many of you know that without darkness, light Light shines bright in darkness. This morning, I want to call you up into your ministry. I want to call you up into your ministry. Like I said this morning, I believe we've been shut up too long and too many people who have the answer in them has has been shut up in your bones too long. And God spoke to me. He said, listen, I want you to weep during this time, but Sunday, I don't want you to miss the opportunity. Somebody say opportunity. Because it's an opportune time to shine the light from truth. America have been sleeping. And it's time to be awakened. But the awakening is going to come from the light in you. Somebody say the light in me. One of the dangers of not learning and growing in the things of God. And, 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 because how many of you know there's levels to the Bible? There are levels. There's levels to revelation. Amen. So if there is levels to this word, that means the greater level is the greater revealing of who he is. Like I talked about this morning, when I'm greater revealed to who he is, 
I'm not embryonic doing things out of the law. I'm not doing things, and you can cut the music off now, Joe. I'm not doing things out of my own. The Bible says Gentiles, we, we, we have our own law against ourselves. We are law unto ourselves. Which means we hold laws, we hold things, and keep our self under moratoriums. Self-justification for what we are and what we're not. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? There is something about the believer that God is trying to get us to know who he is so we can know our access and what we're supposed to activate on the earth. Can you hear what I'm saying? So he's saying, I want you to arise and shine, and I'm going to teach you how to arise and shine. I want you to, you're going to have to go to your Bibles today if you don't mind. Turn to the next scripture for me, Nanjo. Somebody go to Romans 12, 2 for me. Romans 12, 2. Romans 12, 2 says, and be not conformed to what? This world, but be ye transformed by the what? renewing of the mind that you may what? Prove. What is what? Good, that good, and acceptable, and perfect will of God. But you can only do this if you have renewed your mind. Depending on your level of conformity, <laughs> I want you to hear me. Conformity is deep. Conformity is very deep. Because you're only as conformed as you don't know. You're only as conformed as you're misinformed. You, 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 you're only as conformed as you're misinformed. But he's saying you can be informed if you learn how to renew your mind. Now, the danger. Now, I want you to hear me. Now, I want you to know something about pastor. It's hard for pastor because I don't really prepare messages. I love to walk by the spirit. I put a whole bunch of notes and I say, God, speak. Now, many people say, what you doing, man? Because I feel like we've been preparing message for you alone and don't seem like it's doing too much. I think it's time to walk by the spirit and know what you need for the time. But I want you to understand, conform your mind. Mind conformity is our problem. Let me tell you all something. The power of an uh, untransformed mind. Y'all, this is going to be deep. You ready? Do you know that when... Your mind is not conformed or transformed to God. You conform your position, your environment to itself. So, so, so let me give you an example. If here, y'all listen to money a little bit more. If you've been praying for fifty thousand dollars, I ain't gonna talk about the millions yet.
Okay. Tell you what, let's do this. If you live been living from paycheck to paycheck, okay, you've been living paycheck to paycheck, all right, and you come into some money, you get a check for $50,000, whether it was from a lawsuit, from something, but you get a check, but you've been living paycheck to paycheck. I want you to know something. Without a transformed mind, you're going to manipulate that $50,000 to make sure that you conform back to normal. What is your normal? Paycheck to? Ah. Because you won't be comfortable because your conformity of your mind is paycheck to paycheck. You have been conditioned into Paycheck to paycheck. So without a new revelation of how to manage on a higher level, how to steward on a higher level, you're going to manipulate the 50, spend it, do what you got to do. it. You don't know you're doing it. Now, it's a subconscious thing because you got to fit it. You got to bring your behavior back to zero to make you feel back comfortable. That's why the abuse love abusers, because without the abuse, they're not comfortable. Y'all missing me. See that we think because we're praying for things that we desire and we want it. And it's always somebody else's fault. But God is saying, no, 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 no. You're missing it based on the level of your mindset. And your conformity. You're always going to reroute. Back to that station. Back to that set. Back to that moratorium. Because without it, you're not comfortable. Let me ask y'all something. I, if I'm, when you hear new things in God, revelation, let me ask you something. Why is it scary? It's scary because it's unfamiliar. Watch this, watch this. Even though it just brought me new freedom, old bondage was comfortable. <laughs> Yeah, this might be too much. Old bondage gets comfortable. That's why the Israelites can't say, what? You took us out here, Moses? Now, let me tell you, you ain't, nobody's beating you in the back anymore. God is providing food for you. You, you are free. But you don't, you, uh, I would have rather stayed back in bondage. Oh. Which means the conformity of the mind. Is deep. Watch this. You can even free yourself in areas, but the areas that you still have reserved, you will always bring the relationships back to that area. If you've been angry with somebody and somebody sound off the alarm of it look like or it sound like that same thing you've been angered in you, you're going to manipulate the relationship to fit that narrative so you can be comfortable with your anger. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? So what God is saying, be not conformed to this world, but be ye. Now, watch this. Watch this. Now, I want y'all to understand something. Now, I want y'all to hear me. Because everybody in here should be further along in their life in the things of God. 
The problem, the you that was supposed to meet that opportunity is not the you that the opportunity is seeing. So it goes back. Uh, I'm I'm trying to give you all some secrets this, this day. Which means God didn't stop the promise. God didn't stop the opportunity. The opportunity came looking for the person that you were supposed to be in the time. But it had to walk by and say, I don't find that. The people who are looking for the answer in time is not finding. The people who are looking for the Joshua in time is not finding him. So they got to go back. God, I'm, uh, Somebody says my time. So, so God is saying, I want you to understand, you can never go further without a transformed mind on another level. Where we are in our life is depending on our mind. And not only your mind, it's depending on your mind set. Somebody say set. Now, mind set means you have a set. A mind set is like a set mind. When you are set in a mind, you're set in a cycle. I remember clearly when I when God came up, Holy Spirit came up on me. I was in my apartment and that was it was as if God started speak to me about my life. And I saw the spirit of poverty and God was explaining me the spirit of poverty. Because every time I got money, I I felt wrong for having too much. Y'all ain't gonna agree with me. Like, see, see, because I've learned that. You know, as long as I paid everything and I had a little extra, maybe it was too much. So I will unconsciously go spend it. Have no savings. No generational equity. But my mindset was according to the knowledge that I was holding. Being rooted in a spirit of poverty. Somebody say poverty is a spirit. But you what, let me let me tell you something. Watch this. Watch this. Y'all ready? I'm giving y'all something. I'm giving you the Bible. You ready for you to keep a spirit? You got to keep the doctrine of that spirit. Wow. <laughs> oh, Jesus. For you to keep faith, you got to keep a word up that builds what? Life and faith. For you to keep poverty, you got to keep words that keeps. So God is saying, I need you to learn how to navigate me on higher levels. Because some of the information that you have might be from a religious spirit, might be from a poverty spirit, might be from something that I did not institute. Because anything that brings you back into slavery was not from me. I don't care what church folk told you. It's a lie. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? So be not conformed to this what? World. What he's saying is don't conform yourself to the ideals of the world. Because you don't work from that system. 
The problem with us is we're trying to do God's system and the world system. Let me say it this way. We're trying to identify God's system from a world system. Rather than operating from God's system into the world. Oh, yeah, you hear what I'm saying? But be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is what? That good. Now, let me tell you all something. There are things that you can do that's good. But it still wasn't the perfect. There's things that can do that's what? Acceptable. But it still wasn't the perfect. But when you get to the perfect will of God. How many of you want to walk in the perfect will of God? Come on, I'm tired of just doing good. I want to be in perfect. I'm tired of just being acceptable. I want to be in the perfect. Holla, bro, stop. God is wanting us to be conformed in our mind. Stop conditioning your mind back to reflex where your comfortability is. Some of us are praying for more, but God knows that you're going to manipulate the more to fit your comfort. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? That's why we don't hold on to stuff when God gives it to us. I've seen people throw away all kinds of stuff. Don't beat me up. Can, can I pick with you? I, I, I know tax refund is always the is, is always the day. <laughs> you see big streams running out the door. Rims running out the door. Shoes running out the door. And the money ran out the door. But watch this, watch this. We victimize and deminimize people for our lack thereof. You ready? Y'all want to go to the next step? You thought you didn't reach it because of what somebody did not do for you. But it had nothing to do with people. It was you and your unconformed, renewed mind. Because if you have a renewed mind in Christ, my Bible says there's nothing that can hold you back. In fact, you have so much light that people cannot be without you. Y'all don't hear what I'm saying. There is a place in God where I can't live without with the word of God in your mouth. There is a place in God where the anointing on your life, I just need to see you. I just need to hear you. I just need to walk with you. But because what's on your life, I cannot live with. I need to wake up and hear the word of the Lord today. I got to sow in this man. I got to sow in this woman. You talking about people don't want you because there's not enough light yet. So this brings us to the point where we have to understand who is coming to conform the world. I want you to go with me to 2 Corinthians 10 really quickly. 2 Corinthians 10. Are y'all hearing me this morning? Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Second Corinthians 10 3. For we walk in the 
flesh. We do not war according to the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty. Where? Oh, not just with God. They're not just with God. It's mighty in God. Okay. For the pulling down of strongholds, casting down arguments, and every high thing that exalts itself against the what? Now, we talked about knowledge this morning. You understand that? Against the knowledge of God, bringing every thought into captivity to the all to obey Christ. Now, let me ask you something. I'm going to stop right there. The poverty and the lack thereof in us that continues to counsel us. Wow. Is that against the knowledge of God? So let me ask you this question. What is in me that's approving it? Hmm. All right. All right. Y'all ready? Watch this. Verse six. And being, watch this, watch this. And being ready to do what? Punish. How much? All disobedience. When what? Now let me ask you something. Who is he talking to that's going to punish you? The problem is, you keep praying for God to come punish disobedience. But he's saying because of the light that's in you and because of what you know, you're going to punish it when your obedience is fulfilled. The reason why we can't punish disobedience because our obedience have not been fulfilled. When we learn to when we learn to obey God, we can punish every demon voice, every demonic movement that God said we can have. Halamasutaya. It's you that's going to punish this disobedience. There is a time that you stop talking, but the anointing and the light that comes from your voice by default will shut up a devil. By default, we're moving around. We're moving an environment. But this is, the, this is it. He said when your obedience is fulfilled. Which means, listen, which means I can't punish where I'm not obedient. The only thing that's preventing us from punishing the adversary is our disobedience. So I want you to understand something. He's telling you, stop walking according to the what? Flesh. Your your job. Listen to me. Listen to me. Your job. I'm giving you a higher level teaching today. You don't need an encouragement. You need to learn how to walk in this thing. Your job is to you're not praying for God to come down. The Bible says they're going to come and you're going to say the kingdom is at hand. Now, let me ask you something. When they come for the kingdom, where is the kingdom? The kingdom is in you. So what kingdom are they coming to? I'm going to leave y'all alone. Are y'all hearing me this morning? I'll tell you what, let, let, let's go deeper. Jesus. Being ready to punish all what? 
disobedience. Somebody say disobedience. Let me go here for a second. Go to Ephesians 2, 1 through 6. Ephesians 2, 1 through 6. We got to understand what disobedience is. Because I, 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 I'm, I'm waiting for God to move. I'm waiting for things to happen. I'm praying on demons that's moving. But the problem is not that we're not activated. The problem is not that we're not progressive because of what the devil is doing or what God is not doing. The problem is our lack of knowledge about where we are and what we're dealing with. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? Ephesians 2, 1 through 6. And you, he made alive. He made what? In you, he made alive. Who were dead in trespasses and sins in which you walk according to the course of this world, according to the prince and the power of the air, the spirit who works now in the sons of who? Which means who's working when you're disobedient? Uh, that's why he's trying to tell you. It's not just telling the Christian, well, you know, I know I'm we working on me, sweetheart, and I'm not a, I'm not doing the whole will of God. No, no, no. It's beyond you just not doing the will of God. You're actually against God. The Bible says anybody who's what's this? Who's working in the course of their own mind in carnality, it's actually enmity against God. It's what? So it's enmity against God when you're not in the spirit. <laughs> and we handle that lightly as a body. We pat people on the back and say, well, just go home and when you're ready. No, I need you to understand something. You're, you're not just waiting on God when you're disobeying him. He's saying you're actually against me. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? So, so he's saying the sons of disobedience, the, 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 the prince and the power of the air, which means whatever you follow, you're a slave to. Whatever you obey, you are what? Slave to. So I want you all to let me tell you something. Just because people are believers. I'm going to move on. Don't mean they're followers. Don't mean they're following. Watch this. Watch this. You ready? Don't mean they don't have a doctrine of a devil. Believers today are living from doctrines of devils. You know what a doctrine of a devil is? It's called slavery. But I declare we're going to be free this day. In Jesus name. Everything that I've been in bondage to, I'm breaking today. Everything that I've been holding on to, I break today. Everything that's been keeping me locked in a cycle, I break it today. Come on, I'm going to learn to fall on the rock. I'm going to learn to stay in his presence. I'm going to learn to, I don't care if I have to cry. I don't care if I have to fight. I've got to hear what he has to say and obey. Hallelujah. Among whom also walk what's the conduct, uh, the conduct them, 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 themselves in the lust of our flesh, fulfilling the desires of the flesh and of mind. There go the mind again. And of what? The mind. And were by nature children of wrath, 
just as the others. Mm. I'll teach you what the others is another time. But God, who is rich in mercy because of his great love, he loved us even when we were dead in trespasses. He made us alive together with Christ. By grace, you have been saved, raised us up together and made us all together in what? Heavenly places. Now, now it goes on to talk about above all rules, above all principalities and powers. Now, let me ask you something. If you're sitting in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, why are you telling me a power is bigger than where you are? And I told you, God would never give you a power beyond your knowledge. God is not unjust. Y'all hear what I'm saying? It's time for you to highlight the power of God rather than what the devil is doing in your life. Y'all hear what I'm saying? Hallelujah. Let me give you one more. Jesus. So God is saying, I want my people to know. Uh, Go to Psalms 82 for me. I want my people to know that it's time for them to arise and shine because I need their light to come forth. Come on, somebody say it's my light that's coming forth. It's your light that's your influence. It's your light that's your, watch this, that's your environment. It's your light. Can I share something with you? God is offended when you say somebody can hold you back. Let me ask you this. If God told you nobody can be against you, why would you say somebody can hold you back? Why would you judge men, mere men, to say what they what they are and why you can't do something when he's telling you can do all things through Christ? It's telling me that you're still working a doctrine of a devil masquerading as truth. It's, you know, it's interesting when people are fighting against the word of God in others because of what they don't want to believe in the word. Don't fight me because I believe the totality of the, what the word says. Because you think you're fighting me, you're really fighting the word. Y'all hear what I'm saying? That's why the Bible says... The suffering is not because you enter into suffering, ending in yourself. The suffering is going to become because people don't like you because of the truth. The Bible says they hated him without a cause. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? Somebody say, I'm a new creature. Do, do you know you're a new creature? You, you are a new creature. You are a new creature in Christ Jesus. You are a new creature in Christ Jesus. We are having the wrong conversation in this world. We are new creatures in Christ Jesus. Somebody say the wrong conversation. Hmm. 
Are we at Psalms 82? Are y'all ready? Here we go. Psalms 82, verse 1. God stands in the congregation of the mighty. He judges amongst the gods. He judges amongst the what? Now, we're going to talk about who are the gods. He stands in the congregation of the what? So he's at the, he's in the church. And he stands, where, where, where am I at? Right here. Uh, and he judges amongst the what? The gods. And we're going to see who the gods are. How long will you judge unjustly and show partiality to the wicked? So he's saying whoever the gods are, there's a point where you're going to stop showing partiality to the wicked. You're going to stop justifying partiality. You're going to stop justifying skin color. You're going to stop justifying people in their sin. You're going to stop judge, judging unjustly and show partiality to the wicked. Selah, defend the poor and the fatherless. Do justice to the afflicted and the needy. Deliver the poor and the needy. Free them from the hand of the wicked. They do not know, nor do they understand. They walk around in darkness. All the foundations of the earth are unstable. I said you are gods. Now, look at who he's saying are gods. All and all of you are children of the Most High. Who are gods? Uh, see, I, yeah, I'm going to leave you alone. I'm going to leave you alone. I, I'm going to leave you alone. See, the problem is you live as a mere man. And he's telling you, I'm coming into the congregation of those who are in my image and my likeness. Let's keep reading. They do not know, nor do they understand. They walk about in darkness. All the foundations of the earth are unstable. I said you are gods and are children of the most high. But watch this. You shall die like mere men. And fall like ones of princes. Arise, O God, judge the earth, for you shall inherit all nations. Now, let me ask you something. Who, where is God? He's in us. So when he said, arise, O God, and judge, who is he talking to? Jesus. But you cannot discipline devils outside of obedience. What did we read? He told you to prepare in preparation, casting down arguments and being prepared. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? Being ready to punish all disobedience when your obedience is revealed. So what he's saying, you are the judge of the earth. When your obedience is fulfilled. Watch this. Let me prove it. You ready? Watch this. Watch this. Those who are spiritual judge all things, but them themselves are not judged. Now, let me ask you something. You telling me those who are spiritual judge. That's why these Christians are running around. You shouldn't be judging. Ah, Jesus. Those who are spiritual judge how many things? But they, them, them themselves are not judged. Why are they not judged? 
because their judgment has nothing to do with them personally. You cannot judge God. Yeah, yeah. He just told you you are a. But you still wondering, well, well I can't judge. I just told you. Uh, y'all, y'all missing it. He's telling you you are a God. Small G. See, I, I, I hope they're not clicking offline. God, we ain't God. Read your Bible. He's telling you stop living as mere men. When you became a new creature, you are a spirit. You walk according to the spirit. You walk as a spirit. That's why the Bible said the spirit of God. It's the life in you is actually overriding your natural body. That life in you that overrides your natural body is the life that Jesus used to walk through walls. Do y'all know Jesus walked on some water? You know, Peter did too. So what was he? All right. Y'all seem like I was saying a fairy tale. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? So God is saying, I need you to arise and shine. Because until you arise and shine. It's you that allows the narrative. To play out. Don't just pray for me to fix it. Pray. That you learn to imitate me. Your Bible says be imitators of God. Pray that you find a man of God that you can walk as he follow Christ. Pray that you learn to conduct yourself and understand obedience for your life where God is leading and guiding you. Are y'all hearing me? I'm going to give you one more scripture and I'll close. I want you to go to. I know I'm moving a little fast here. I want you to go to Romans 8. Romans 8. Romans 8, 19 through 22. Romans 8, 19. Allah broke stuck and die. Thank you, Jesus. Are y'all being blessed by this? Mm. Come on, I declare after this, you're going to learn how to stand and know he's God in your life. You're going to learn to stand up to, to things in your life that's been taking you down. You're going to learn and tell the devil, get out of your face and, and, and stand. Amen. Having done all to stand, just learn to stand because of who you are, because of what you know, because of what you understand. God never told you to fight that way. What did he tell you to do? So standing prove what you believe. The devil doesn't mess with people that stand because, oh, you know yourself. I can't do nothing with that. It's only when I can trigger you to respond to an illegitimate voice that tells me you gave me legitimacy by y'all missing me. Every time you respond to my illegitimacy, it means that you are interested in something that I have. That's why I tell you, when you're ministering to people, be careful. Don't spend all your time with people because the Bible tells you don't give your pearls to swine. Sometimes swine is coming to waste your time. There are times. Yesterday, I stood at my front door for about an hour and a half with somebody because there was a 
that was legitimate time with somebody who needed something. But there are times I'll tell people, you, I know by the spirit of God, I know they're not ready for what they're trying to go into. I'm not going to spend two hours with you of my time. Somebody say your time is valuable. Come on. You got to stop living like you're unvaluable. You got to stop living like you have nothing to do. You got to stop living to recourse yourself back to your mindset. Some of you, when you talk on the phone, minute to somebody, that's your day. You feel like you did everything for the rest of the day. Can I, I'm going to leave y'all alone. See? Why? Because your mindset. So you qualify and quantify concerning your own judgment. You give to the poor, you did your deed for the week. So your mind, you hold all day. I did that. Thank you, man of God. It's not, watch this, watch this. It's nothing wrong. We're going to do, the, the Bible says, his people will do great exploits. The wrong about it is the justification of what you're qualifying as acceptance. Why are you qualifying what's your job as acceptance? And why are you qualifying that when God is trying to push you into more because of what you know? You're still on a lower level ministry when God is trying to elevate you. The prophetic in your mouth will actually save people who are looking for it right now. Let me ask you, why is it shut up in your bone? Because th th what I'm trying to tell you is. That God moves based on your understanding of precept through intimacy. People give you time based on your understanding of precept and intimacy. There are people who don't go to the church. They want to waste all my time. I say, I have a church. You know that? You go to church every day. And your pastor don't teach you nothing. And I'm on the phone every day. No, nah, this is nothing wrong. This is what I'm saying, because we're the body of Christ. Are you hearing what I'm saying? All of yours, the Bible says. Are you hearing what I'm saying? But if you're not being fed, you need to learn to be led. Uh, I think we need a whole conference on this subject here. Follow me as I follow Christ. If I am not following Christ, I think you need to go follow Christ. I'm going to leave it at that. Justification. I've been here for 10 years, haven't learned nothing. It's not only the person that you're under fault, but it's your fault, too. Oh, I've done it. I think we all have done it. But the problem is justification to let me get out of this. You know, this, this this thing has to go in certain areas. I'm going to leave that alone. Follow me as I follow Christ. The mistake people make is they think that they, you start following them. 
rather than the Christ in them. Let me get off of that. Why y'all why y'all take me down that road? Where we are? What, what scripture did I tell you to go to? Romans 8. There we go. Uh, somebody read that for me. Somebody start that out for me. Verse 19. Uh-huh. Stop right there. They're waiting for what? Oh, no, no, wait, wait, wait. They, they, I thought they were waiting for us to pray more so God can do something. The expectation for what? Oh, so the manifestation. Now, what is that manifestation? Okay, keep going. Uh huh. Wait, you're telling me. That there is a point that you are going to subject people, not because they want to be subjected, but because of the authority that you're doing it from. You're telling me you're going to subject systems, not because we see the, the person you're battling with in your job. The problem is your light haven't shined enough that you can subject them. So you're in battle with them. But until your value come up, until your light come up. You're going to continue to battle in the flesh rather than walking in the spirit and having higher authority say, give this man the keys. And I don't care who's around you that's jealous. You have the authority and stand at the pinnacle. So I'm not going home saying what Leon did that kept me from promotion. Was it Leon or was you? Because if you say it was Leon, we got to go under the premise that man can hold you back again. Can you, you know what I'm looking for the church to start doing? Critically think. I think we need to start critically. Uh, do y'all agree with that? I think if we can critically think sometime, we can we can already throw some stuff away that we try to bring into the word of God. So uh, uh, where, where do we stop here? 21. Thank you. Continue. So he's saying because the creation itself will be delivered from the bondage of corruption into the glorious liberty of the who. So who is going to have. Who is hosting liberty? Let's read our Bibles, guys. We are. We are. So if we are the one that's hosting liberty, why are we why are we comfortable with running in circles about praying? Yet using the same doctrine to hold what we don't understand. It's circular emotion. Are you getting what I'm saying? You are going to bring the light. 
So when you say, God, let your light shine, what you're saying is, God, let your light so shine. <laughs> if they say the kingdom is out there, don't listen. The kingdom of God is with but because they taught you that you're bringing God with you, they taught you that the kingdom is out there. You got to come to church to know. So you can't come in with a prophecy. You can't come in with a word. You can't come in with teaching. Why? Because you got to wait till we deliver the message. And then you qualify to say something. Not knowing that he said, you stir up the gift that's inside of, it's inside of. So let me ask y'all something. When gifts need to be manifested. See, what we do, we say, Lord, I need something. I need something. He's looking at you and saying, "Uh, I thought I already gave you. The tools to do it. God, I just need. I know what I'm going to do, Pastor. I'm going to fast for three weeks. Now, fasting is nothing wrong with that. Don't misunderstand me. Listen to what I'm saying. Because there's times that God will do something for a sake, for the sake of downloading something greater and deeper so you can interpret in your flesh. Don't get in the way. However, the misconceptions of emotional illegitimacy of your life. You got to break out of that and learn of what's inside of you. My prayer is really being me being intimate with me, with the me of the God in me. Because he's in my heart. So when I'm in touch with my heart, I'm in touch with Isn't that something? So that means when I'm praying, I'm not praying amiss. You know why we're not seeing what we need to see? Hope deferred, been deferred because we've been praying. Because when we pray, you can put it on something uh, uh, for me. When we pray, thank you, Nazo. Our hearts, our hearts are far from him. Don't just seek God. Desire God. Write that down. Don't just seek God. Learn to desire God. Thank you. Jesus. The problem with just seeking God is you you can be doing you can be justifying your seek never tapping to desire desire brings you into intimacy you know what intimacy is intimacy is where you can undress You're intimate in a marriage, you can undress. You hear what I'm saying? You don't have to hide anything. God is saying, I want you to undress. 
it's so interesting that we this is our problem the, the, the problem is we've been allowing people to manifest prayer but keep their anger you can manifest prayer but keep your anxiety I don't know how I don't read where prayer y'all getting me so what's happening is we say we pray and we don't see anything and God is saying you're doing it number one because you ask not you have not because you now I want y'all to hear me real quick he didn't say you have not because you prayed not Do y'all know the Bible says God heard you before you prayed? So when you are in, in intimacy with God, even before you prayed, he already heard. I'm giving y'all some stuff here. That's why sometimes you can just be thinking of something and it's stuff. Have you ever thought of something? You know, sometimes I just think of something. I'm saying, honey, you know, honey, I just think I need some shirts. I just need some shirts in my closet. I just, I just thought it. And all of a sudden, somebody stopped by and said, you know what? I thought about you and got these shirts. Hey, what? Which means it wasn't according to my prayer. He said, you have not because you ask not. And when you ask, you ask amiss. <laughs> Are y'all getting what I'm saying? So there's points when you're walking with God, your thoughts become his thoughts. So when you want it, he makes it a way to get it. When you desire, he makes a way for it. Are you getting what I'm saying? I'm going to pray that we come into the manifestation of our mantle, our ministry, and our mode of operating. Let me tell you something. Stand to your feet if you can. God has been speaking to me about dealing with a transformed mind. Wherever you are in your life right now, listen to me. It can't change without a new mindset. Which means... There is somewhere where you're walking and you're set. It's keeping you from breaking loose to the next dimension. Y'all hear what I'm saying? And if you don't know how to stay in intimacy with God, watch this. You won't have the clarity. You won't have the discipline nor the energy. To access nor handle what you know that's tugging on you to enter into. Because your mindset is keep pulling you back to comfortability and justification. So it tells you, uh, I did it, I did my work for today. I can have y'all ever felt that? Come on, it hit me too. But why are you sitting you thinking I should be? Honey, give me that bowl of ice cream right there. 
I'll deal with that tomorrow. How many tomorrows you been waiting? How many tomorrows? Are y'all hear what I'm saying? God is saying, don't let them be more bolder than the zeal of my spirit in you. To see what I see. To manifest what I want you to manifest. And come into the knowledge and the grace and the strength that you can go before me. And do what I'm calling you to do. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? It is your time. It is your time. Some of you, 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 you should be voices to people's lives. Some of you, they're waiting on your prayer. Your prayer is actually keeping them up. Do you know that some of your prayers keep people going? They live off of your prayers. Jesus, I'm telling you, thank you. Hallelujah. I want to pray that the eyes of our understanding be enlightened this morning. Lift your hands. Turn it up just for a little bit for me. Thank you for the cross. Thank you for the I know life gets busy. I know we get weary. I know things happen. But you got to keep the right perspective. You got to keep the right perspective. He said the worth is waiting for the men of God. Waiting for the people of God. Waiting for the women of God to stand up. It's us that's going to bring liberty. He said when you're in power, the city is happy. When you're in power, the school system is happy. When you're in power, the, jo- the job is happy. When you're in power, the government is happy. When you empower, your home is happy. You got to learn how to stand and know and revelate and navigate God intent, God particles in your life. Forgive us, God. Awaken us, oh God. Father, lead and guide us. Thank you for wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. Father, I pray that we are going to be activated in gifts. Come on, ministries, mantles. Some of you, there's mantles. It's been on the ground, but God is saying you're going to pick it up. God is saying it's time to be activated. Some of you, it's time to activate. It's time for you to activate. Be activated. You're going to stop. Listen, you're going to stop waiting and worrying about people's feelings and speak up for the truth. You're going to learn how to speak the truth in love. Stop trying to please people. Well, when they go into hell, let them know this is an emergency call. I need to let you know the goodness of this God. I need to let you know that if you don't get this, I need to come and walk with me, sister. I'm not beating you, but I need you to know it's an emergency. I need you to know that God is too good for you to be stuck here. Pull him out of there. Come on, this quarantine has caused people to be demonized. It's time to deliver them, people of God. The Bible says you're going to cast out demons. You're going to deliver them. You're going to heal the sick. You're Come on, you're going to do it. I pray a spirit of expectation in, in Jesus' name. 
Yeah, yeah, the doctrine of devil has diminished our expectation for God. We don't even have an expectation for miracles anymore. We don't have an expectation for a move of God anymore. We come to hear a word, but we don't want to see anything done. Hallelujah. God, deliver us. God, we want you more. Hallelujah, God. Glorious name. Father, we thank you this day. Thank you, Father. Father, I pray an awakening in your people's heart. I pray an awakening in your people's mind. Father, we thank you for your grace and mercy. We thank you for your loving kindness. We thank you for your everlasting love. Father, I pray that we are an awakening people. That there is greater grace, greater knowledge, greater wisdom, God. Give us wisdom beyond our years, God. Father, help us to see what you see. Help us to feel what you feel. Help us to know what you know, God. Help us to see brokenness and be the healers. Help us to see brokenness and be the fixers. Help us, God, to touch the lame and they are healed. Help us to deliver the demonic God. You told us you send us the spirit to deliver those, to preach the deliverance of people. Set the captives free. Let the captives be free in Jesus' name. Free over our families. Free over our children. Free over our marriages. Come on, every cycle be broken in Jesus' name. Every mindset that's been captivating the body of Christ, we break it right now in the name of Jesus. Lord, every demonic ass, ass assassin of the mind, we command it to be broken. You are the Thank you, Lord. Yes, you are. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Father, we declare we break old mindsets this day. Come on, we come out of old mindsets. We come out of old paradigms. We come out of old frameworks. Come on, every cycle, God, every modality that I keep running back to, Father, I ask you, I give you permission to meet me every time I meet back to that place. I give you permission to call me up and out of there. I give you permission to tell me when I'm retracing back to all ways, I give you permission, God, to come on, search me, oh God. Find anything that's in me that's not like you. I don't want to justify me. I want to be like you. I want to be like you. I don't care if they crucify me. I want to be like you. Thank you for that I may know you, God, in the fellowship of your suffering, in the fellowship of your suffering, the power of your resurrection. We need you, Jesus. We need you, Jesus. For you are mm, Thank you, Jesus. Turn it up for me, Nanzo. Come on, just give it to him. 
Come on, some of you this day, God is calling you out of your seat. God is calling you out of, come on, you've been in comfort zone too long. You used to cry out for God. You used to fast for God. You used to pray. You, you didn't care what people thought and said. Something has been conformed. And God is saying, I need you to transform your mind. You conform yourself to this world in areas that God is saying, I need you to come out of that framework. I need you to come back to your first love. Thank you for Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. He activated. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. 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 I'm not going to keep you too long. I, don't worry about the kids. If you say, I, I want to activate myself, I want you to come up here real quickly. I, I'm going to lay hands on you and pray that.